Welcome to Intuitive Astrology with Molly McCord. Thank you so much for joining me today as we are going to discuss the very powerful Aries solar eclipse happening on April 19th or 20th, depending on your time zone. The first eclipse of 2023, the first Aries eclipse we've had since late 2015, and a very important energy for us to consciously work with as this is an eclipse that is going to unfold and play out over the course of a few years. And that's because of how this particular eclipse point will be triggered multiple times by other transiting energies and points. So that means that it basically brings in ongoing life to the themes and energetics of this particular solar eclipse. Now it's happening at 29 degrees, 50 minutes of Aries. So that is near the very, very end of the Aries energies. In fact, the sun and moon will be conjunct at that 29 degrees, 50 minute point. Then the moon moves into Taurus about an hour or so later, and then the sun enters Taurus four hours later. So that's important to note as well is that even though this eclipse is happening in the last and final degrees of Aries, there is a bridge into Taurus. There is a bridge into the next energies of Taurus. And we're going to talk about that in today's show as well. To understand more about how this particular solar eclipse will be working with you personally, you want to identify the house placement where you have 29 degrees of Aries. And this is where you identify the house because the house is the location where the energy is coming through that you're going to see it in your life. And the house pertains to the energies and themes of a particular part of our life. An astrological chart is broken up into 12 different houses that look like essentially 12 slices of pizza. And wherever you have that 29 degrees of Aries is where this eclipse is bringing in a new beginning for you. Now, the solar eclipse is always a new moon. It's a supercharged new moon. So it opens up a new cycle. It brings in new developments, new life changes, new energies that you're going to be working with over especially the next six months. It also is an opening into what you weren't ready for before, but now it's right on time. Eclipses are also powerful energetics that help us accelerate and move through things quickly, especially in Aries. Aries is the first sign of the zodiac. It's a fire sign, cardinal sign, masculine energy that's about getting something going, getting it started. So this eclipse is going to bring in something new for you in your world, wherever you have that 29 degrees of Aries by house placement. Now I have a video for you on YouTube called how to find a degree point in your chart. So please watch that video. I take you through a few versions of how to look for a degree point, but that's how you can understand the house placement. This is where astrology is personal. It's where you get a heads up. It's where you understand what is going to be opening up and developing for you in this cycle. 
Now, it's an interesting juxtaposition when we have a powerful solar eclipse at the very end of Aries, which is the first astrological sign. It's about how you begin, how you initiate, what gets you excited and motivated. You want to move towards it. Something feels like it has your name on it. This is me. I want this. Yes, yes, yes. So there's a very energized momentum that opens up but it's at the end of Aries. So I feel like what we're understanding is more of what we want based on how we have grown and matured through our own self-identity. Meaning there's something that is resonating with you now based on who you are now, which is a strength of Aries, is knowing yourself, knowing what you're about, understanding more of how you have been moving through life on your own terms and what makes you you. That's also Aries. What makes you you? Well, here we have an eclipse that's going to show you, open up, bust through any blocks you've had around truly knowing yourself and understanding that so much of our journey is connected to our independence, the courage to be ourselves, the confidence to show up in an understanding of who we are. There's an energy signature here that feels very personal and it is about you. So there is something to look at here around how you honor that in yourself, you understand that, and you're aware of how this is a powerful beginning point that is taking you into some new chapters and new areas of your life for your ongoing growth and development. But there's also something here where you could feel like you're leaving parts of yourself behind, the parts that you've outgrown, the parts of yourself that no longer resonate, that are no longer connected to your truth. And so this is where I feel like there's this bridge between the Aries energy into the Taurus energy where sometimes that Aries energy can just have a lot going on, where there's a lot of ideas, a lot of momentum, but it never really lands or connects. It doesn't get taken forward. Taurus being the next astrological sign is very different from Aries in that Taurus is a fixed earth sign connected to feminine energies. And so everything that gets initiated and started with that Aries enthusiasm then moves into Taurus where we start to ask some more practical questions and we assess how is this going to work? How is this going to come together? What do I need to do to make this real? And that's important because of how both the sun and the moon move into Taurus just right after this solar eclipse is exact. And as they do so, they make an exact square to Pluto in Aquarius at zero degrees. Now, Pluto just entered Aquarius March 23rd, so hasn't even been in this sign for one month yet before this solar eclipse triggers and initiates brand new energies that are coming through, coming up, very powerful. Then the sun and the moon make an exact square to this Pluto in Aquarius, and this is when something is revealed, something comes up or comes forward 
that you have to stop and look at. This is a halt. This is a checking in. This is where you have maybe all these things swirling around, the possibilities, the idea, the excitement, and then the energy moves to Taurus. There's a full stop. And that Pluto in Aquarius is connected to your soul's truth frequency and asking you to look at, is this really in alignment with where you're going in this lifetime? Pluto in Aquarius has a much bigger perspective than either Aries or Taurus does. So both Aries and Taurus are personal energies, your personal sense of self and how you are really understanding who you are. Then the connection through a square to Pluto in Aquarius is making sure you check in with, is this the new frontier that you're moving into that is worthy of your time, energy, or attention. I feel too like this square between the sun and the moon in Taurus and Pluto in Aquarius is checking in that you're not just repeating the same damn thing. The universe is like, are are you doing something new here or are you in a comfort zone? Are you staying where you feel that it's safe? Are you staying in what's known or are you truly stepping up to your own growth and expansion? Are you truly owning these new frequencies, these new light codes, the new neutrinos? Are you really open to them or are you staying stuck? Are you staying in a place where you don't want to budge? And there can be resistance here that comes up because it's one thing to have the idea, the possibility, the why not, I'm going to go for it. And then when reality hits, and that's what this energy feels like, reality hits, something comes through and it could feel scary. It could feel like, oh, I bit off more than I can chew. This is bigger than I thought. Oh, wow. I don't know if I can handle this. This feels really big. It feels overwhelming. And this is where you ground in and you look at what do you really want? Because I feel like the square from Pluto in Aquarius is this beautiful opportunity, this beautiful opportunity to check in and say, Am I really allowing my own growth to occur in powerful ways? Am I trusting the organic power of the universe? Am I stepping into what is possible for me that I never even saw before? And yes, it's requiring change. It's requiring you to be honest with yourself about your own self-imposed limitations around where maybe you've come up against something and you haven't really changed or shifted it, where you're in any kind of karmic loops, routines, habits, anything that unconsciously you've been like, oh sure, this works for me, I'm good with this, it's okay, I'm accepting this, I love the status quo. This Pluto in Aquarius doesn't want that for you. In fact, it's connected to your soul's truth frequency around how you can do even more in this lifetime beyond what you thought was possible, but it requires all of your energy being on board, and that can be scary at first because this is energy that we haven't been in before. We're going places we have never visited. We are pioneering and opening up to even newer energies that our soul hasn't played with or moved through before. And so here it is, your own check-in point to say, I'm ready for this and 
I'm a little nervous and I don't know where this is going to go and I'm stepping outside my comfort zone and it's giving me anxiety or I'm feeling really worried and I'm just thinking about it in all these different directions. All of that is very normal for this energy signature. Keep in mind, this is going to be strong this year and into next year. So it's not as if this is just one day and then you bust through it. This is going to be an ongoing area of growth for you to check in with how much you've really grown to love and accept who you are, what you're capable of, what you can do on your own terms, and then how you actively work with the universe to allow that evolution to occur, where you're honoring that, yes, I'm going into some new territory here. I'm ready to make some foundational changes in my life. I am ready to step up into this new level, this new platform, this new part of myself, and maybe you're a little scared because part of leveling up, you're reaching new heights and you could have a fear of heights, literally or figuratively. You could have a sense of, okay, I haven't been here before and wow, it feels really different. So this is an eclipse that is evolving us personally and individually. It's getting into the heart of where we have found safety and comfort. But if you see it as your soul's truth frequency guiding you forward, moving you in to this new territory and this new terrain, then you're going to at least be able to relax, relax a bit into the fact that, yeah, this could at first feel challenging or bring up a lot, but it's remembering that it's right on time. You're not alone. You're beautifully supported. The universe has got you. And in fact, your soul, your soul is beautifully supporting you in this leveling up that you're ready for. And what I'm hearing right now is that it's actually a leveling up that many people have worked for across multiple lifetimes. Like it feels that significant. And I'm not trying to just speak in exaggerated terms, like this is not just hyperbole. I'm just seeing the energetics of it where there's things that are shifting here that I feel like perhaps you prayed for in previous lifetimes. So as always, simply check in with yourself and see if it resonates. If it does, great. If it doesn't, great. Trust what that is for you. But know that this is a very big energy that's meant to shift us. It's meant to evolve us. And we all can approach that level of change differently. And it can bring up a lot to look at, to sort through, to filter out, and to understand that we've been carrying it, but we just don't need it anymore. Because the energies are so strong in Aries and Taurus, these can be primal fears. These can be energies around the basics of your life, the basics of what you need, and just feeling like all of that is being turned over. All of that is ultimately being up-leveled, even if it feels like you're starting from scratch. And that could be part of this energy as well, is that maybe there's an area of your life you're, okay, I'm hearing clearing the template. 
just clearing the template, like not doing that anymore. Where's the giant eraser? Clearing the template. Don't want that. Don't want to participate in that. Don't want to be a part of that. That isn't even me. I feel like this whole energy is about really clearing out the templates we've had, which can be about our programming, which can be about our culture, our traditions, how we were raised. Uh, It can also be related to who you thought you were and who you thought you'd always be and realizing, well, that doesn't resonate anymore. I feel very different. I feel very new. I feel like I've shifted in ways that the mind doesn't fully grasp and can't really articulate. It's kind of like, wow, this runs deeper than I thought. And so this whole clearing the template is meant to show you that there's new energies coming through that deeply resonate with who you are now. And that can be surprising, right? That can be really surprising, especially when you look at all of the healing work, all of the karmic stuff, all the inner child healing, the dark nights of the soul, like all the things, right, that we go through that require our attention, our effort, our ability to really show up for ourselves. This is where you are being guided to show up for a new version of yourself that is going to continue to grow and blossom. But you could also feel like there's things you're just so done with. And it could even feel like it exhausts you. It's heavy. Um, I'm, I'm getting the image of like like playing games, right? Not even with like people or relationships. I mean, like with the universe or with energies where it's kind of like, I don't want to waste time on any of that. Or there could be an energy here where you just have a deeper knowingness of what is new for you and that can motivate you. That could excite you to go forward. But because both the sun and the moon have a hard square to Pluto in Aquarius, I feel like there is some kind of full stop to check in with yourself and ensure that you aren't traveling forward with all the luggage or baggage of things that you've actually outgrown. Also to ensure that you're being honest with yourself around the changeover, around what has shifted within you, and that this is a time to be so honest with yourself, even if that scares you, even if that level of honesty is like, holy crap, I never saw that in myself before. I didn't realize that about me. I didn't know that was a part of my life. Like that could also be part of the messages that come through during this energy cycle. Now, when this eclipse is exact, we actually have four planets in Aries. We're going to have the sun and the moon. We also have Jupiter traveling behind the sun at 23 degrees of Aries. And then we also have Chiron in Aries at 16 degrees during this eclipse. So we have a strong focus on Aries energies, which is really firing up what is important to you, what you want, the new beginnings in your life, the new adventures, the new possibilities, the new energies, new, 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 new. That's the Aries way is to get something started. And then when the energies move into Taurus, we get that this is how it lands. This is how it works. This is what it costs. This is what I have to do to build it, to make it real, to make it happen. So a lot of Aries just gets us going. And that's what you could feel here. 
Now, the strong Aries energy can also show up as the lower expressions of being too self-involved, being unaware of how other people are feeling or what they're thinking, not checking in, not listening to others. The Aries energy can also be singularly focused on only oneself and forget about how everything is connected and the ripple effect of energies. So you definitely would want to be aware of the higher consciousness of Aries too, which is where you don't have to prove who you are. You just have to be yourself, be better than who you were previously, understand how you've grown and evolved, really connect to the truth of your soul's journey right now in this timeline and to really love and accept that about yourself. So we have the opportunity here to really open up, to really expand into more of who we are when we're in the safety of ourself, meaning we're in that place of, I feel good about me. I feel good about who I am and where I'm at. And even if I don't feel 100% about that right now, I have confidence in myself to get there, to do what I need to do and to keep going. So the energy is really about connecting with the new parts of your life that you're ready to invest in, put more energy into and what you want to make real with that momentum and the new inspirations. However, however, there is something important happening here in this chart that actually goes into May as well. Now, I mentioned how we have these four planets in Aries at the time of this solar eclipse, and Aries is ruled by Mars. So wherever Mars is in the chart is important because just like the sun in Aries is the chef, then the ruling planet Mars is the sous chef, is the backup, is the co-pilot. So Mars is in Cancer, which is stirring up more in our emotional world, connecting us to more of our energy that maybe we haven't fully resolved from the past. Cancer is about where we come from our family, our home life, our first experience of understanding our feelings, understanding more of how those feelings were honored and heard or not when we were younger. And so as Mars goes through cancer, it can stir up some unresolved feelings that we didn't realize we were holding. However, this energy gets extra prickly when it's squaring this Chiron in Aries, which is the case here during this particular Aries solar eclipse. So we have Mars in Cancer squaring Chiron in Aries, and this lasts into May, into May, which is the second lunar eclipse coming up on May 5th. So this is important in terms of an ongoing energy imprint. And what I was feeling intuitively about that as I was focusing in on this energy is that this Mars in Cancer is asking you to connect with your heart and what you're trusting about what you need and what you feel. And because there's a square to Chiron and Aries, it could bring up the times in your life when you really wanted something and you didn't trust yourself to go for it or you didn't feel like it was going to happen. This can bring up any lower energies you've had about not trusting how you're supported, not trusting that you're loved and seen. Also, 
any times you felt you had to go it alone to the point that it hindered your ability to trust others. So these are big themes. These are these are big energies. And this energy signature, I've described it before as a porcupine. It can be prickly. It pushes people away. It says, no, I don't want your help. No, I don't want you in my space. No, leave me alone. I'll figure it out. Okay, on the one hand, there's times when that is necessary and healthy, but when it's reactionary and when it's based on not being able to trust people before, that's where it becomes an issue because there are trustworthy people in this world. There are people who want to support you, who can connect at a heart level, who aren't going to hurt you or harm you or do you wrong. And I feel like there's part of the energy that's asking you to just go deeper into what those experiences were. Do they still have a lot of energy around them? You know, are they like big, big energies or is it just kind of a smaller thing and it got exaggerated it's almost like you know when you get a splinter that splinter in your hand it can hurt a lot and it can get inflamed and red and then you pull it out and you're like oh my gosh that was like a minuscule piece of wood like it was the tiniest piece of something but it was causing all of this energy and all this hurt when you pull it out and it was like oh that wasn't such a big deal after all so you're looking at where this energy within you maybe is inflamed, exaggerated, really busy, really big to the point where you've pushed people away or you don't allow certain people into your world, into your energy, into your life because of those damaging experiences from the past. And because this is an ongoing transit, it's going to be something to keep in your awareness for when it gets triggered or when it comes up, especially if you have planets or points in the middle degrees of Aries or Cancer, because that's where the energy is the strongest. So let's call it between 16 to 22 degrees of Aries and Cancer is where the energy is the biggest. And that means it'll be working with you more personally where you could feel more triggered, more activated, but it's also looking at what do I need to emotionally work through? What do I need to face honestly in myself around where I haven't trusted myself or where things have been scary or fearful and it just felt safer to go out on my own or to do it on my own. And of course, this is just something you just check in with yourself about because what Aries and Cancer energies have in common, even though they're very different, is that they want to fully love and accept themselves, to trust what they're feeling, to trust the energy. So there's opportunities here into May to look at that for yourself. And I actually have a quick anecdotal story to share with you about this that just came up for me as I was traveling and I was coming through JFK International Airport, hopefully for the last time. I'm not a fan of that airport. And I was going through the different terminals to get to my next gate and I was essentially pacing this blind man who had his walking cane and he was moving through the airport and I mean pacing as in like I would see him and then I'd go ahead and then he'd show up. You know, you're walking with somebody and they keep popping up. I had plenty of time before my flight, so I wasn't in a rush and I need to insert this. It's very important to view people in their power, no matter how you're perceiving them as a human or in your life, but to know that at a soul level, 
We choose our experience. We choose what we want to do in this lifetime. When I was watching this blind man, I was seeing him in his power of like he's very capable and I was watching him navigate through and I was reminding myself he's done this many times. I'm sure. I'm sure. So he got to an escalator and I nearly had a heart attack. I thought he was going to fall off the escalator down the flight of stairs. And I was traveling just far enough away from him at that point that I couldn't intervene. So he was fine. He got down the escalator just fine. And then he got into the area where you check in for your flight on all the screens. I was in that position of, do I offer to help? Do I not? Like, have you been there? Like, do I or don't I? So finally I said, what the hell? I'm just going to ask him. So I went up to him and I said, would it make it easier for you in any way if I helped you check in for your flight? And he's like, great, sure. And he had a great sense of humor. And that's when I met James, who was traveling to Buffalo, and we got him checked in to his flight and to his gate. And then I looked at the security line. And if you've been in an airport lately, you know how how long those security lines can be and they snake around and they go on forever. And so I asked James, you know, would you want my assistance going through the security checkpoint? And he said, sure, that'd be great. So then I escorted him through the security line and we got to the TSA agent when it was our turn. And the agent said, so you two are traveling together. And I said, no, actually, we're not traveling together. I'm just assisting him. And he looked at me. I thought I was in trouble because no offense to TSA agents, but there's the energy of don't be nice to humans in the security line. And so I thought I was in trouble for being nice to a human because he was just staring at me and he called over another gate agent who was a lovely woman named Michelle. And she also asked, you're not traveling together? I was like, no, I'm, I'm just helping him through the security line. And she was like flabbergasted. And she went over and called somebody to assist him. And so that's where James and I said goodbye. And James went to Buffalo and I went to Orlando. The gate agent, Michelle, was like, after he had left, she said, this is exhausting that people don't ask for help when they need it. They're trying to be too independent and they don't understand how it actually creates potentially more problems or they get hurt. She's like, this is the problem. He was supposed to schedule a meet and assist for coming to the airport. We were supposed to meet him and assist him so he wouldn't have to do all this on his own. And so she was lovely. It was great talking to her. But I thought, wow, this is a beautiful understanding of Chiron and Aries squaring Mars and Cancer, where that Chiron in Aries wants to do things on its own and it won't ask for help, especially if it doesn't believe that there is assistance, that there can be support or someone else who shows up to help with anything you might need. And so I felt like this was a beautiful way of understanding that even with these powerful eclipse changes going on, we're still going to need to know when to ask for help who to ask for support. People will be there for you. Somebody might just be your meet and assist in a way you didn't expect, but it does require vulnerability. There is a built-in need here to understand your own vulnerabilities with this Aries solar eclipse. And that isn't something that the Aries energy opens up to automatically or says, hell yes. The Aries energy is like, no, I'll handle it myself. Thank you very much. I can take care of it. I don't need you to do anything for me. I've got this. 
But with Chiron in Aries, that's going to be a potential problem if you're pushing people away, if you're not understanding that it's okay to have another person to walk with. It's okay to ask for assistance or support when you need it. And that alone could trigger something from your past where you were let down, where somebody wasn't there for you, where you needed more than what you thought, or it became too much and you couldn't handle it on your own. So there is something here that we're going to need to stay mindful of around what we take on on our own terms, but is it because you're afraid to ask for help or you don't want to appear vulnerable or you don't want someone to let you down? So just be aware of both sides of it and that it can actually be very empowering to say, I need help with this or hey, do you have a minute? I need to talk something through with you. I'd love to get your opinion on this. Can you tell me what you think about something I'm going through that's close to my heart that's stirring up a lot within me? And you could even surprise yourself by what you need or what you express and how you need support. But that energy is going into May and it's also what is helping us to clear the template, to clear anything from the past, any pain, any emotional lingering experiences that you're ready to work with differently. Also during this eclipse energy, we have Mercury in Taurus slowing down to station retrograde on April 21st. But before it stations retrograde, it's nearly conjunct Uranus in Taurus at 17 degrees. And this is not overthinking. This is understanding. I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to say it. I'm just going to be able to be very honest and clear to get out of my own head because Mercury conjunct Uranus will bust you out of what you've been overthinking, where you've been stuck or complacent, where your energy hasn't had any life force in it. And it could surprise you at what comes out, at where you let something go, where you're able to shake it off and be done with it. And that could be one of the gifts that you feel as well during this Aries solar eclipse is that something gets lightened. It gets lightened up for you. Now, Mercury will be retrograde until May 14th, uh, Mother's Day here in the States. And Mercury will travel from 15 degrees of Taurus back to 5 degrees of Taurus. So that area in your chart is where the Mercury retrograde reprogramming is happening. It's the slowdown, giving yourself time to integrate, process think it through to maybe not feel as rushed as that Aries energy has felt for you. This is where there can be an opportunity to deeply inhale and exhale and to clear out some things that you're understanding are no longer for your best and highest good. So this would be a wonderful time right after this Aries solar eclipse to check in with what am I really wanting to create next? What am I really wanting to put energy into that is in alignment with who I am and that really resonates? with what I've already established in my life. These energies in Taurus can also temper any of that immediacy or urgency 
of the Aries energy and also calm down any of the reactionary parts of Mars and Cancer. So I feel like this is a beautiful gift here to have Mercury in Taurus working with Uranus to really bring us back to what matters for the long term? What's the bigger picture here where I'm not only stuck in the here and now, today, this week, what's in front of me? There's a breakthrough getting away from the mundane and going into the bigger picture of it all. And that alone could show you more of what you need to know right now, where to move your energy forward, what the priorities are, what matters to you as well as shaking off anything that just isn't a part of that. It's not a part of that direction. It's not a part of that story. It's not a part of your future. And I guess that is really the final message I want to share for this energy signature is that we're being deeply connected to more of our future self, to the areas we can grow into and move through in this lifetime that, like I previously mentioned, can feel very new at a soul level. And that can be both wildly exciting and then also bring up a lot of unknowns or fears. But there's something here where it's time to keep evolving it. It's time to power up. It's time to level up, whatever that means for you. And there is going to be an increasing pressure and tension on what that looks like. Like you could feel a squeeze here that maybe parts of your life are being squeezed out. The parts of you are being squeezed out. The parts of your experience or your energies or what you've always relied on is being squeezed out by the cosmos, by these energetics, because we are moving into, again, very different energies that are going to last for a few decades. And so there is an initiation here. It's an initiation energy into a new chapter and that can bring up many things, but I feel like what we're understanding is that the more that we can honor in ourselves, the more that we can honor in where we've been, what we've been through, what's over, what's complete, and to close it out, to really understand that this isn't going to travel with me. I'm not interested in packing this, not even in my carry-on. I don't want this to continue to follow me around. The more you can be so clear and honest with yourself about that, the easier the squeeze is going to be. And there's also going to be some things that will tighten in their pressure and intensity as that Pluto in Aquarius squares the nodes from April into November 2023. And this is going to be a trajectory shift where there's things that, again, it'll just be taken away because you've outgrown it. It doesn't connect. And I feel it too as a soul level perspective where your human self could be pouting and stomping and throwing a tantrum because it's your favorite toy and you don't want the universe to take away your favorite toy. And the universe is like, yeah, it's time for the favorite toy to go. And that's going to be okay because you're going to have some new favorites or a next thing that will bring you joy and will be something you want, even if it's not here just yet. So I feel like part of the squeezing is understanding that there will be voids. There will be things that need to go and it's almost going to feel futile 
to try to reach and grasp and hold on to them. So we're going to have an ongoing dance between our human selves and our soul self, between today, the here and now, and the bigger picture of what's really necessary or needed going forward. So there is that part of it as well that could feel quote unquote unfair when we're looking for things to be fair or balanced in a certain way. But I'm seeing this balancing of the scales, so to speak, between lifetimes of energies, between lifetimes of soul experiences. So the more capable you are of detaching, stepping back, allowing it to be whatever it's going to be, the more the flow comes through, the more things just flow through and you're like, okay, great, I'm good, I got it, fine, sure. You know, it's sort of that just the more you're able to not continue to put energy into things that you intuitively feel and sense are ending, the more your energy can be detached and open for what is meant to come in with your name on it. Now I have a video for YouTube discussing the energetics of this Aries solar eclipse even more. Please be sure to check that out as we will keep talking about it here on my podcast and I will be doing another podcast episode for you on the upcoming Scorpio lunar eclipse that's happening at 15 degrees of Scorpio on May 5th. It is the last Scorpio eclipse that we have for about nine years. And it is also ruled by this Mars in Cancer that I was mentioning is so important right now. So keep that in mind that we're doing some deep reprogramming, emotional, emotional reprogramming. And there's going to be more to let go of in terms of the changeover and the turnover with that Scorpio lunar eclipse as well. So we'll talk about that shortly. I hope this has given you some insights and information that resonates with you, that supports you, hopefully gives you perspective on what you might be moving through as well as a deeper connection to trusting yourself, trusting your energy and trusting how far you've come because this has certainly been a very big lifetime of growth and evolution. I do a podcast for you every Monday and Wednesday. I will be back on Wednesday for a look at our weekly energies. In the meantime, wishing you a beautiful journey ahead and of course, a very beautiful April 19th and 20th Aries solar eclipse. You can find out more about me over at mollymccord.online. That's where you'll find all of my latest programs and offerings. I'm also on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, and I'd love to connect with you there. Take good care. Wishing you a beautiful day ahead, and I look forward to continuing our astrological conversation very soon. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.